0: Near Christmas. If you're the type of person who likes Christmas at Christmas, then you should listen to this one on Christmas Eve or near Christmas. Ho, ho, ho! We're kicking off today's episode of Open Wide with a Christmassy kind of joke from, you guessed it, my dad! Who brings gifts to teeth on Christmas? Santa Floss! (laughs) Santa Floss. So good. Love that one, Dad. I'm Emma, and this is a podcast... For kids by a kid who loves going to the dentist and yes we're talking floss on today's episode and no I don't need candy floss although I do love cotton candy I love you sugar if you're like me you aren't great about flossing or not at all good. oh! But after hearing my next guest, you'll want to up your blossom game. Yippee! Dr. Zappernuck is my guest in just a few minutes. But first, let's hop on a plane. Fly across the country to visit Baltimore, home to the Museum of Dentistry. Patrick Cutter is here with another fun fact. What's up, Patrick? People have been taking care of their mouths for thousands of years. Nice. Going all the way back to the ancient Egyptians, you'll find the world's very first dentist in recorded history. Woohoo! In an inscription from 2560 BC, Hezira was referred to as the greatest of those who deal with teeth. Today's featured guest, Dr. Zappernock, is another great one dealing with teeth.
1: My name is David Zappernock. I'm a dentist. A general dentist, uh, practicing since 1989, so getting on a bit. Um, my father was a dentist as well, so I can remember as a kid you know, being around all sorts of interesting sights and sounds and smells of the office. So it's really cool that you're thinking about, you know, dentistry, oral health as a profession.
0: When we asked Dr. Zed what he wanted to focus on in today's interview, he said a mouthful. Prevention.
1: Well, there's the old saying you only need to floss the teeth that you want to keep. Okay, because flossing is important, as is brushing. And it all just sort of falls under the category of what we would say prevention. Because, you know, because you're going to be a healthcare provider. And as a healthcare provider, if we can help people prevent getting some kind of disease or sickness then we've done a great job because then we don't actually have to try and treat it or fix it. So if people do a good job cleaning their teeth and their gums then they're less likely to get any kind of problems with them so we've done a really good job.
0: Dr. Zappernuck is right. So far on Open Wide, we have probably talked more about fixing problems than stopping them from happening in the first place. Flossing is one of the tools that Dr. Z says is really important in preventing tooth troubles.
1: Flossing gets in between areas of your teeth and under the gums where your brush just can't get to. Because what you're trying to do when you're brushing and flossing is taking, you know, germs, bacteria off of your teeth and gums because that's what actually causes the diseases in the mouth. So by removing those, you're making them so they can't do bad things to your teeth and gums.
0: If you are little and you're listening, right now it turns out someone should start flossing your teeth as soon as your teeth start to touch each other. And I wondered. When should kids start flossing?
1: That's a really great question. Kids can start to do brushing and flossing when, quite frankly, they're good enough with their hands to do it well. So, often around six or seven, kids are pretty good at doing it then. You know, if they've gone to see a dentist or a hygienist and they've been shown how to do it properly. Before they can do that, it's important that they let their parents help them with it. Because they can, you can still get problems with your teeth and gums before you can clean things yourself. So it's important to let you know your, 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 your you know, your parents or your caregivers help you with that.
0: Look, flossing is not something I've been great at doing regularly. Barely I'm barely doing it. But even I can learn. Turns out I'm not the only one. What do kids get wrong about flossing?
1: They just don't do it. So it's like any habit. It's a good thing to do. So it's just, you know, practice, practice. And then it just becomes part of what you do daily. You know, you wouldn't think of not going out without, you know, brushing your hair or something right well you know do some floss as well
0: how often should i floss
1: i think it would be great to try for at least once a day and that you know that's going to that's going to really improve things
0: i wondered if using mouthwash could work instead of flossing but
1: mm, there's a place for mouthwash but it doesn't replace um, actually, going in there and using your hands or some kind of an electric device uh, to clean your teeth.
0: Okay, kids, let's take the open wide flossing pledge together. Repeat after me. I promise to floss my teeth at least once a day. There! Now, let's do it! Okay, here's something that freaked me out. My mom says she's heard of people reusing their floss. I'm all for recycling, but I asked Dr. Z if recycling floss was a good idea or a bad idea.
1: I'd say bad, in the sense that once you've used it, it's it's dirty, and we don't like dirty things sitting around, so I'd, I'd, I'd always use fresh, although it's unlikely it's going to harm you, but it's always a good idea. Also, too, once you've used it, it tends to, you know, sometimes fray a little bit and get a little, you know, a little splintery, so we don't want it so it starts to shred or tear or something, because then you're not going to be wanting, wanting to use it
0: okay don't reuse your floss don't think you can get away with mouthwash instead of floss do floss at least once a day because if you don't
1: well you're more likely to have problems with tooth decay or gum disease okay so we don't like you know people having problems like that because then that's something that we have to then treat okay and over your lifetime you can lose teeth, um, and it doesn't feel great. And there's a lot of things that say if you've got healthy gums, then you know, you're know you going to have also then have a healthier body. So it's just important to, uh, overall to, to treat your mouth like you'd like to treat the rest of your body and stay healthy.
0: So, last words of advice on preventing tooth trouble?
1: Just the very basic of brushing and flossing. Um you know, things, you know using a, using your toothpaste and just keeping your mouth clean, because so much of what goes wrong that you know dentists or hygienists end up treating, it's preventable. So, you know, everybody wants to be able to prevent bad things from happening. So just by having good good habits and, and oral health care, um, and just daily hygiene practices, you really cut down on what goes wrong. And that's a great thing.
0: Yay! That is a great thing. And pretty simple, really. Brush and floss, got it? I'm so thankful for smart people like Dr. Z. Take time to talk to me and all of you on today's episode of Open Wide.
1: Thank you for having me, Emma. And good luck with your studies. And I hope to get to see you working as a dentist in an office soon.
0: Turns out Dr. Z enjoyed coming on the show too.
1: Cool. You know, great project and uh, I'm really happy you're doing it. And all the best to you too.
0: And yes, it's Time to say so long for now.
1: My pleasure. You guys have fun. Bye bye. bye.
0: If you haven't flossed your teeth today, ask a grown-up if they could give you a hand with it now. Woo-hoo! I'm Emma, and you have been listening to Open Wide, a podcast by a kid who loves going to the dentist. <laughs> Keep smiling.